Greetings from Parts Unknown. My name is Sonny Sofrito, and welcome to episode 17 of the Yep I Like Wrestling podcast. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube, youtube.com slash Y-E-P-I-L-W, and to our SoundCloud account, soundcloud.com slash Y-E-P-I-L-W, and find us wherever podcasts are listed, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and for everything else that's Yep I Like Wrestling, go to YEPILW.com. So uh, we're going to send it over to Lucy, Teddy, and Kervin, and uh, enjoy the show. Take care. Peace. I am Lucy T of Lucy T WWE, and I am here with the Yep GM, Teddy himself. It is so good to see you, Lucy. It's so good is. to see you, too. Always. It's always a pleasure. And to my left, we have the Yep, I Like Wrestling co-founder, Kervin Delgado. Happy birthday. Thank and you. it's his birthday. It's his birthday. Yesterday was yes. your birthday, right? Yes. yes. April 17, episode 17. Sonny's not on this podcast. I'm so happy. I know. We you miss Sonny. I thought something <laughs> felt so much better. I really did. <laughs> I felt lighter and freer, and now oh, I know yes. why. It's like wearing ankle weights. I know. It's like... I'm free. It's like we've been free. Oh, come on, guys. Well, Sonny, we're only kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, well, I'm, I'm only not. kidding. Not, not really. really. No, not really. It's love taps. He's yeah. pretending he's sick, but he's not. Did you do anything crazy for your birthday? Absolutely nothing. I did nothing. All I did was reply back to everyone, to those who wish me a happy birthday. Thank you so much. I am humbled, and I am overwhelmed by all the birthday wishes. By all. Aw, see, that's really so nice. sweet. Thank you. That's really nice. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, we have a few things, we have quite a bit to talk about. It was a superstar shakeup this week, but first, there is some wrestling news that I think we should also mention. Bruno Sammartino died at 82, you guys. We lost a uh, legend and Hall of Famer in Bruno Sammartino. I mean, we've lost the legend of legends, because before there was The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena... It was Bruno San Martino. The first wrestler that I knew about was Hulk Hogan, but I, you know, a lot of people that actually got me into wrestling at the yeah. time, uh, they will tell me a lot about Bruno San Martino and his matches in Madison Square Garden. I mean, he sold out the place. Yeah. He's the man who built MSG. And I was his exactly. idol for many years. This is, this is, this this it, is yeah. a serious, serious passing away, and it's very unfortunate. Now it makes sense to me, honestly, because he wasn't at the Hall of Fame. And he usually right. is at the Hall of Fame ever since he was inducted, but for some reason he wasn't there now. So I don't know exactly why he passed away, but it wouldn't shock me if he had something going on, you know, health wise. And they were on, you know, they covered it up and they didn't want no one to know yeah. about it. But unfortunately, my condolences go out to this guy. Yeah, yeah, thoughts and prayers are definitely with everyone. I will say though, like, on, you know, 82 is, that that is a long life, and I know for a fact he touched a lot of people's lives with his in-ring, out-ring, mm-hmm. all of it, and, <sighs> all right, well, I'm sorry, now that we got that out of the way, another um, exit this week in the wrestling world and was the uh, relationship of Nikki Bella and John Cena. Oh, Superstar shakeup happened before the superstar shakeup. Do you think that they took that superstar (laughs) shakeup term a little too literally? Yes and no. Uh, My (laughs) personal opinion is that I'm not sure if they really did break up. Really? I think it's a work. It could be a work. It could be to sell the new season of Total Bellas to get that viewership up. It could be. Vince McMahon might be the booker of that relationship. He just might be. I, I, I I need more time. I need to see more things. But at the same time, um, 
you know, they had a rocky road. I do watch yeah. Total Divas. I do watch Total Bellas. Yeah. Believe yeah. it or not. All those, like, documents he was making her sign, though. Like, I don't think that John Cena would want to be seen as, like, Total prick. Too late. But he's been telling her on camera yeah. that, hey, I don't want to get married. Right. I don't want to have any kids. Yeah. And she still proceeded. Yep. So he told her in advance. Probably but then he, like, but then he, the but then he proposed. So that you I say, was Vince McMahon. That was the ringmaster at work. Like, literally let's do it at the WrestleMania. Yes, let's do it at WrestleMania, John. <laughs> let's do it. He probably at the time wanted to propose to her, but Vince said, "Wait, wait, wait." You gotta do it at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, that had Vince all over it. Yeah. But you're right, he told her from the beginning, I don't want to get married again, I don't want kids. He told her over and over. <sighs> all I know is when I heard the news, I felt like a kid on Christmas, because I knew I was right. There's nothing I love more than feeling right. Well, there are a lot of things I'd like to feel, but right is the best thing to feel. <laughs> so I knew, so when I heard that Nikki Bella and John Cena broke up, oh, it was like Christmas day, I ran downstairs and I opened presents in my house. There was nothing in them. <laughs> but the gift of them breaking up was all the gift I needed. It's like December here in April. And I mean, it, to be fair, it is like 45 degrees outside. It is. So. Spring has not arrived. It does so, also yeah. feel like it is winter still. Yes. And this is another thing. Like, I'm a fan of John Cena, mm -hmm. and I'm a fan of Nikki Bella. I actually want them to be together. Yeah. I actually want them to start I a family. I do, too. I was really sad. You know, we need more happy couples. There's a lot of, the there's a lot of couples breaking up. The divorce rate is very high. Um, not just in wrestling, with wrestling couples, but in yeah. couples in general. Yeah. So, and uh, Dolph Ziggler, congrats to him. He won the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase. And he's going to cash in on Nikki Bella one day. Oh, yeah, he's going to hit that. <laughs> he's going to hit that hard. He's just been wasting. So, oh, gross. Dolph Ziggler. He's already cashing in. Oh, yeah. I say go for it. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Great. Just the great. We've, we've had conversations. What episode was it? Yes. Yep, yep, mm -hmm. I like wrestling podcasts. Where we had a conversation about the grease. Oh yeah, with Seth yeah. Rollins. Yeah, he, well, Seth no, Rollins, Roman Dolph, also, Dolph Ziggler yeah. is part of that club. Yeah, I mean, Dolph, I think Dolph Ziggler has slept with at least fifty percent of the wrestlers, fifty percent of the female wrestlers since he's been <laughs> with the WWE. And I guess CM Punk slept with the other half. That's oh. how that worked. Yeah, that could be debatable as well. There, I mean, were, there were a few mimbos in the yeah. WWE, but yeah. Well, oh, speaking of of spreading germs, so a man actually went with the measles. Mm -hmm. Did you guys hear about this? Yes, I, I had heard about this, but I heard about it honestly early, you know, earlier this week. Yeah, and I didn't know anything about it, but I did not know that it was a fan that had it. But then it kind of it kind of spread everywhere. So I'm just beginning to know about this story. That's crazy. Okay, but here's the thing. WrestleMania tickets cost millions of dollars. So whether you have the measles, whether you have whether your head falls off, you buy tickets to WrestleMania, you're going to you go. go. I agree. Nothing is going to stand That's in your true. way. Exactly. But I mean like who has measles anymore? That's such a nineteen forties type disease. Like is I know. That, what you went back in time to get that disease? Like measles. Is that actually a true a rumor that is true? It's not a false rumor? Well, Sonny no, told me, but Sonny lies to me all the time, so I don't no, know. No, it's true. It was in the Sun Herald. Because I didn't hear no one in my social media uh, platforms talk about that. Yeah, I think I actually also saw it in the Daily Mail. Oh, and it must be true. Which is, <laughs> which is where I get all of my news. Like measles. Don't judge. Like, couldn't we get anything fun? Like I know. Like herpes or something? Something chicken, that was chicken pox. Chicken, uh, chicken pox. That was so 1982. Something fun. Like something we got it from having fun. Uh, right. Measles. Like. Come on. There you go. I like what you did there. I saw that. Just did you have nothing worse? You know? Speaking of Nikki Bella. Oh, oh come on. See what man. I did there? Yeah. 
Well, um, measles. I mean, Shout out to measles for making a comeback. Hopefully everyone that was affected by the measles in New Orleans is actually well now. Yes, so. I agree. Yeah. So, wishing everyone luck if you were there and if you are, in fact, the victim of the measles. Yeah. Um, okay, Rusev versus The Undertaker. So, earlier this week, right, it was announced that Rusev and Undertaker would have a casket match at the Greatest Royal Rumble in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> on April 27th. Then, out of nowhere... Look, freaking Randy Orton over here. Out of nowhere, it was then switched to Chris Jericho. We'll see, see out of nowhere. <laughs> it was switched to Chris Jericho, mm -hmm. right? There's all the speculation of, oh, well, it was probably because it was probably because, you know, they didn't want to bury uh, Rusev, and so they're like, well, Undertaker can't lose, so it's got to be another old guy like Jericho, which I was insulted by because Jericho is the fucking shit. Um, but likes Jericho. I love Jericho. He's on my phone case, which my phone is charging, otherwise I would show it to everyone. Um, and then, you know, I also heard from someone that, oh, Lana called up Vince and was like, don't you like put him in danger? But then she approved it, so then they put it back on. What? And I am just so confused. My main thought on this whole thing is, after seeing the Undertaker's match at WrestleMania with John Cena, there's no way he's beating Rusev. Like that. I personally think Rusev should be Undertaker. I do too. At Saudi Arabia, he deserves it more. He needs it more. Right. The Undertaker's career is already done. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm 99% of it is done. Yeah. Rusev needs that victory. So, and, and if that's true about Lana calling Vince McMahon, then I guess Lana had a lot of power in the WWE because for Vince McMahon to change his yeah, mind, the, the wag. <laughs> for Vince McMahon to change his mind because Lana called him about something, mm -hmm. says a whole lot to me. What do you think, Teddy? I mean, looking at Rusev and then looking at The Undertaker, who should be in a casket more? The Undertaker. I mean, we all watch WrestleMania. He's half dead anyway. So, but is he even going to make the flight? Like, the flight is like 29 hours. Like, Undertaker's not going to survive that. So, yeah, I think this was a botch to begin with. Poor Rusev. Can't catch a break. But I love this whole thing. Lana wagging her finger at so I was like, when was the last time Lana had a good, you know, push? Like, Lana's not wagging her finger at anyone. Like, no. She does a lot of, like, the shimmies on her Instagram. <laughs> Props to the WWE for putting Rusev in that spot, yeah. But hopefully they do the right thing by making Rusev go over. Yeah. Has the Undertaker ever lost a casket match? I can't remember. I can't think offhand. Has he ever lost a casket match? I'm trying to figure out myself. Yeah. I don't think he has. I don't think he, he has might have been Kane. Hmm. I really don't know. That's something we have to look up. Um, speaking of the Greatest Royal Rumble, uh, that's going to be streamed on the WWE Network. And we got a Yep, I Like Wrestling viewing party, right? Yes, at Legends. It's supposedly in the works, but I think it's safe to say that we do. And it's going to be at Legends Bar in New York City, blocks away from Madison Square Garden, the most famous arena. The arena that Bruno San Martino made famous for wrestling fans. So, yes. And that's going to be, doors are opening at 11 a.m. And then it's going to um, start yes, at uh, Yes, exactly. Awesome. Well, let's dive right on in. Put your goggles on, those swim caps up. Let's dive into the Superstar Shake-Up. Oh, I don't know how to swim too well, so I need one of those things. Those <laughs> things. Oh, we need a light vest. We need a light vest. Yes. floaties in here for Kurt. <laughs> Get the arm floaties out. My nieces and nephews will have. I drink water. I don't swim in water. So before we like, go down the list, mm -hmm. gut reaction for the Superstar Shake-Up. Um, I actually like the fact that it was an even number in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. 17 going one way, 19 going the other way. I think the tag team division in Raw is too weak now. But the tag team division in SmackDown is too strong. 
too, too strong. Yeah. And I think it's so strong that it's going to force Gallows and Anderson to be jobbers. And it shouldn't be jobbers. Because they didn't do that already. So there's not too many tag teams in, on Raw now. Right. I mean, Bree Zango went wow. over there. You have Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, who I think they'll win the tag team titles and then split up after losing the tag team titles and have one last match. Um, who are the other tag Oh, Authors of Pain, uh, Heath Slater and Rhino, and that's it. You have no other tag teams in, in the uh, Titus on Worldwide. Oh, Titus Worldwide. Yeah, of course. Uh, I forgot about them. But SmackDown's tag team division is a lot stronger than the Raw tag team division. Now, do you think that they might be setting up for women tag titles? Yeah. So maybe they're going to start that on Raw versus on SmackDown just because of the... It's going, I think it's going to happen. Time will tell. Uh, when. I think it's more of so when is it going to happen yeah. instead of if it's going to happen. Yeah. I personally think they need to have tag titles for both brands since they're going to co-brand pay-per-views. But tag team titles in the uh, women's division is bound to happen. Yeah. Teddy, what do you, what's your gut reaction from this week's Superstar Shake-Up? My gut reaction from the Shake-Up is there's no one left on SmackDown. There's nothing left <laughs> on SmackDown but the color blue. That's the only thing that's I mean, left on SmackDown. Yeah, like, Samoa Joe. Uh, you could have kept him. Uh, I, yeah, he doesn't do it for me. He, he's Tell just us never how you really it. feel, he's Teddy. No, I, I, I'm trying. I've been holding back. Them? These past 17 episodes, I've been holding back. Um, yeah, it seems Raw got the best end of that deal. I know you said the numbers were even, but I don't think the um, star power was even. Raw got a lot more than The Miz, Cesaro? The Miz, okay. Cesaro isn't what he used Andrade to be. Andrade Cien Almas, no love you know for him. I don't no watch love. NXT, but his manager's really pretty. So Z I'm, Zelina I'm, Vega. I'm yeah. interested to see what she does. Oh, man, she's the type to be your nurse, your best friend, oh, your dear. porn star. Oh, my. Give you two kids and take 35% of, off your check. She's one of those. She's one of those. Okay, well. I say that as to bring her down as well as a compliment, but I love Zelina Vega. She'd be like Sonny's, what, eighth wife? Oh, I, know, I, don't, I don't know how his number really system goes. She's one of mine, though. She's, one of, she's a somewhere in my top. I saw her promo, and I was like, ooh, okay, I'm interested to see what he can do. But the rest of them, I mean. He was in the Royal Rumble, and she came I, out with him. I saw her, yeah. but they didn't let her stay. So yeah. it was brief, so I yeah. didn't know. But um, come on now, our truth. Do you really think that's a that thing? Was, that was that was. Our truth was a throw-in. Yeah, I think we I got died. a few. Um, the riot squad. They came as a three-person package, so that just kind of says one of you is not enough. Let's take all three of you. So, but they did add. But they did add a uh, um absolution to SmackDown. Which I am really bummed about because I was really looking forward to seeing what Sony Deville and Mandy Rose could do on their own. And page. now they're following Paige over to SmackDown Live. Which makes so it's like womp womp. So what? Paige is going to give them preferential treat. Like, ugh, snooze. Like, I wanted them to just do their own thing. And furthermore, I thought that at the, at the middle of Raw when Natty and Rhonda had their little thing in the ring where Natty got beat up by by the remainder of Absolution mm -hmm. and Rhonda came to rescue her, that we were going to get a feud building up between Sonya Deville and Ronda Rousey as the former MMA. I think that's, well, to And me, then they just, like, left and moved To me, I think that's too early, but it that would make sense because down the road, you're going to have Ronda Rousey face Asuka, Ronda Rousey face Charlotte. Right. You might even have Ronda Rousey face Sasha Banks. So throwing someone like a Sonya Deville now will, you know, 
will actually, um, you know, give it time for her to face the other names that I just mentioned. Yeah. You know, it'll be a filler. And I also think that the SmackDown, that SmackDown Live got the better women. I like the the Iconics. Okay. I think I do a really good Australian Wait, accent, um, but... Uh, well, they got Oscar, they got which Oscar. was a huge They fun. kept Charlotte and And by Becky, doing that, you get Oscar away from Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Now you have Charlotte and Oscar on yeah. the same brand, away from Ronda Rousey, so you can set something up for Royal Rumble slash WrestleMania. Yeah. So I actually like that move. But I, I don't think it would have made sense to have Absolution and Riot Squad on the same brand. I was actually thinking of this is what we could do. Since Paige was moved to SmackDown as probably the worst general manager ever, I was hoping that now that the Riot Squad moved to Raw, that they just had one big stable with the rest of Absolution. That may have actually worked if we now had five ah. women, our first female stable of badasses. But of course, Vince has to fuck shit up. Um, yeah, so we still have Naomi, we still got Charlotte on SmackDown, now Oscar's moved to SmackDown. Speaking of Naomi, oh. how did you feel about her running out shrieking to protect her hubby? It reminded me of 1984 when Miss Elizabeth used to do that. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, by the way children, Uncle Teddy's going to tell you a story. Back in the day, uh, a man named Macho Man Randy Savage would often get beaten up, and his beautiful damsel in distress wife would oh, run to his that. aid and jump in front of him and cry. And let me tell you, Naomi did a bang-up impression of Miss Elizabeth. I was like, wow. It was. It took me back to 1987. I, really I, I, I loved it. I love anything Naomi does. So. And then they continued it on Twitter, where Luke Harper tweeted her, and he said, enjoy him tonight. And then she wrote back, blocked, exclamation point. So it was like, oh, well, that's cute. They're just, you know, spilling over <laughs> onto social media. And he's like, enjoy him that. before I kill him. You know? it's, Get it's pregnant something, tonight. <laughs> you know, enjoy him while he's in one piece now. Feel that glow. Because I'm going to get him later. So I thought it was okay. It's a glowing experience. <laughs> so if you were to rate Naomi's performance 1 through 10, how would you rate it? In her Miss Elizabeth impression? Yes. Oh, it was a dead 8. All she was missing was oh, the strap right. that broke because Miss Elizabeth oh, had yeah. that strap that would all, It was very cheaply made AC's material. The, the, I think eight is fair. The one strap would always break. That's the only thing she was missing. And then the big AC's hair. But yeah, I give it an 8. I thought it was really good. And I love them. Like on Total Divas. Oh, yeah. They I are too. so fucking yes. funny. When yes. he took her out on a date for a drive through spaghetti. Yes, yes. And he's I just like, that. what? It's spaghetti. I've actually told Naomi, whatever you do, don't break up with Jimmy Uso. If you guys break up, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm not getting married or nothing. She's like, no, no, no. She, I follow yeah. her on Instagram. I follow her on Twitter. I'm uh -huh. Their pictures are staying cute together. I'm constantly tweeting her, like, you guys are like couple goals. They, they are, are first of all, yes, both sexy as fuck. Yeah. Yes. Um, am I allowed to drop f bombs if Sunny's not here? Because yeah, that stopped me before. I think um, like the you're not gonna get disclaimers from me. <laughs> oh yeah, no disclaimers. Sunny's not here. Um, yeah, I think they're cute as can be anyway, and yeah. So good on. I hopefully they don't have a superstar shakeup like they like uh, Nikki Bella and John Cena. Oh, I know. We don't, we don't want so. them to like take that literally like John Cena and Nikki Bella did. Yeah, exactly. But they're married, they live together, so they got a lot of the you know, the hard part out. Let's pour one out for Nikki Bella's uh, <laughs> <laughs> career. Um continue. Oh, oh yeah. Also I like the idea that Teddy had about combining absolution with uh 
with um, Riot Squad. Yeah. And actually, that would be good. That would be like a little female nexus type of thing. Uh, I thought it was, and then, of course, things were moved. Uh, Rhonda and uh, Natty. Since when did they train together? Yeah, exactly. I've never seen this before. Friends. I've never seen this before. Yeah, well, so there was an episode of Total Divas. Mm-hmm. It was like back in 2010, where I think it was Nikki Bella, maybe Alicia Fox. Um, Shout out to Foxy. And I, I know we need to talk about what happened to her at WrestleMania. But. Shout out to Foxy. And um, uh, Nick, yeah, it was Nikki Bella, Natty, and I think Alicia Fox. And they actually flew out to California to train with. MMA for mm-hmm. oh. MMA and UFC for like a week or something in an episode, oh, just so they could like learn some different. Because I know Natty trained in the dungeon. That's different she's the stuff. first yeah, female. Yeah. So when she said, "Oh, Rhonda and I trained together," I'm like, "When did that happen?" And she turned face as well. Yeah. By switching brands, she turned face. Which I'm really excited for. I thought I love Natty. I've I've interviewed her twice. She's just she's an absolute fucking gem. But she was getting a little stale on SmackDown mm-hmm. with her pouty attitude and that kind of mm-hmm. that whole heel thing she had going mm-hmm. on. And so I'm really excited also that she's now yeah, getting I've a breath been, of fresh I, me, air. Per, me personally, I've always been a fan of Natalia Nighthire, so I've always wished her the best. And I was actually excited when she won the SmackDown title. You're so so hopefully she has success on Raw. Yeah. And speaking of winning titles, um, Jeff Hardy won the U.S. Oh. Championship, and then Another went over ad. to SmackDown. Another How great ad. was that? And I think that's a great ad for SmackDown Live. Um, I know Teddy said earlier where he thinks that Raw got the best, right. you know, quality part of the yeah. of the Superstar Shakeup, but SmackDown did add Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy, and Jeff Hardy's a big thing. I yeah. I I've always loved Jeff Hardy. He's like a fine wine. He's getting better with age, but oh, he really is. He is like I would hit that like a drum. But <laughs> him going to SmackDown wasn't the only thing. Like him and the Miz were like the only two, you know, crowning jewels, so to speak. But yeah, Jeff Hardy with the belt. Loved it. I've loved him since like '99. It's. I loved how they um, they kind of play um, hot potato with the title. How yeah. they moved the U.S. title to Raw mm-hmm. through uh, Jinder Mahal with the Superstar Shakeup, but was... then they brought it back to SmackDown to get the fans, you know, on their toes. Things. Yeah, exactly on their toes. I love when they do stuff like that. That was amazing. That was my first thought too. I was like, oh my god, what if he just? I thought goes Seth, to Seth Rollins was going to go to uh, SmackDown. Right. What? Yeah. Basically. <sighs> Greasy <laughs> The greasiest of all the queens. Um, Grand Slam champion. Greasy queen. Grand Slam queen. Whatever. Grand Slam queen. There's a new name right there. Hashtag Grand Slam Hashtag. queen. I often tweet him and he does not reply back when I call him a greasy queen. Because it's true. You know, you can't deny the truth. So you can block me all you like, Seth. I'm only going to make another attack. But, uh, yeah. All right. Speaking of, like, the flip-flopping and going back to fourth. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were reinstated thanks to Stephanie McMahon's corporate emails. Thoughts, Kervin? I mean, I think they were bound to uh, go to uh, to go to Raw from SmackDown, especially since they had a match on Raw yeah. about a week ago. Or so Kevin Owens does deserve to go to Raw. I'm happy about that, and uh, we'll see what happens. I think they'll have. You never know. You might see a Kurt Angle versus Kevin Owens match one of these days. I want to see a few with uh, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. No one wants to see that. I do. <laughs> I don't mind it. Veto. Why are you vetoing <laughs> my match? I, Kevin, I'm not behind Kevin Owens. Like I've never him and Sami Zayn don't do it for me. They don't uh, grind my gears. If you get my joke, they don't make my pants dance. I don't like those. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not too crazy about Sami Zayn's um, heel. 
run. Yeah. I actually liked him as a face. I felt he could have been a poor man Daniel Bryan as a face. Wow. He had the theme song. He kind of had the crowd behind him. I felt he could have had more time with his face turn to actually give him a, a better presentation. But obviously they went with a heel turn, Sami Zayn. So we have to settle for that. I was bored as a face. I was bored as a heel. His next is next. He sent him to 205 Live, so I never have to see to him. 205. As I didn't watch 205. Send him there. Like I'm done with Sami Zayn. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say 205. I think it's a now. thing. I think is that it's still maybe. Bigger. No, actually, maybe main yeah. event is that? What you're oh man! Shout out to oh, main events. That's Jobberville right there. Main event. That's that's embarrassing. That's worse than getting fired. Oh my. no! Let me see how old. Let me see how old you guys are. You remember Sunday Night Heat? Does anyone here remember? Of is course. it just me? Yeah. Oh, what that means. What about Velocity? Who remembers oh, Velocity? Oh, Velocity. I don't. Came on three o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. Yeah. Only heroin addicts and whores were up that day. But yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh, Velocity. I wasn't either by then. So. Live Wire. Oh, Michael Cole hosting Live Wire. You weren't born back then, you know. But yeah. They should put. A, they should put the mask on him and have a kind of like a throwback, you know, because he was El Generico at one point during the Indies. Okay, I'm glad you said mask. Cause I'm gonna confess something. Confess. I don't know the difference between Sankara and Kalisto. <laughs> of course, no. no I mean, because, I do. Because I was cooking. You know the difference between the two. Because Usos? I was cooking. What does this mean, Teddy? You were cooking. Matter. I was cook. I was cooking. <laughs> you know the difference between Jimmy and Jay Uso? No, they're both sexy. I fuck the both of them. I don't need to know the difference. All right, disclaimer. Oh, how can I? I call it a disclaimer. Oh. Now. Sunny disclaimer, Sunny. don't even know her. <laughs> Sunny Texan and disclaimer. No, um, no, I don't know the difference between I've never known the difference. Like, I don't know the difference between the Bella twins. I feel like I'm the only one that knows the difference between the Usos. No, it doesn't matter. Knowing the difference between Sinkara and Kalisco is very easy. So this, I'm cooking yeah. and I hear this oddly ethnic music in the background. So I'm like, what's this? So I thought it was Tito Santana. Then I remembered no one's seen Tito Santana in years. So I turned and I see the guy in the mask, the lucha mask, and I go, oh, Kalisto. And then the bottom of the screen says Sin Cara. And I'm like, oh, I don't know the difference between those two, apparently. Did you know there were two Sin Caras? Yes. No, yes. I didn't. Yeah. yeah, there was. So I don't know the difference between Sin Cara 1, Sin Cara 2, and Kalista. I don't. They're interchangeable. The Sin Cara that is now is, uh, used to go by Hunico, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right. Mm -hmm. He used to uh, roll with uh, Camacho, who was actually related to, um, to a, a wrestler by the name of Haku. An old school wrestler. Ooh, shout out to Haku, the toughest guy in the locker room, as many books like this book have said. Wait, Hunico, was that the 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 battle on the the bicycle? Yeah. No, no, no. He wasn't the one. Yeah, he was on the front of the bicycle with Kamacho on the back. I just learned something today, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, Sin Cara. He's cool. To totally. And the original Sin Cara was a wrestler in Mexico, correct? Yeah, and he basically kept filling the well in his chest. The wellness test. And he also did a lot of botching as well. Yeah. Well, but when you did drugs, it's bad to have botchamania with uh, the original Sinkara. Oh, yeah, there's a video of him slipping, coming out of the Titan Tron, he just bloop, slipped face flat. And as well yeah. as going through the ropes at uh, Survivor Series 2011 in Madison Square Garden, where he hurt himself, he was out for, I think, several months. And for any of those Sinkara fans out there, you can check out my interview with him with Yahoo Sports on oh the CTWW. Oh, no. <laughs> Disclaimer, kids, don't do drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs. Don't do drugs by yourself. Never no, Hunico, Hunico, who's uh, Sinkara right now, yeah. yeah, he's very talented. Yeah. He was talented as Hunico, so yes, definitely. Um, okay, so Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. I, Beauty and the Beast. 
my like main thought on this is like I'm so torn you guys this whole oh the pay-per-views are no longer going to be Raw or Smackdown Live exclusive right mm -hmm. so I thought that this promo between Smojo and Roman Reigns this week was uh, was amazing but so what we're not going to get any heat building up to backlash because they're now on two different shows so are the writers going to be focusing on like SmackDown and Raw, or is it just going to be like a freaking free for all, and they'll just make matches between the brands for the pay per views that we'll just have to like wait around for the build up? I think we're going to have matches for each brand, and of course, you're going to have incidents backstage where they do uh, skits involving wrestlers from both brands, and here and there, you're going to see um, SmackDown versus Raw matches. But I think they'll save something like that for Survivor Series to do the whole card. Now, I was very happy with the uh, promo that Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe had on Monday Night Raw, and yeah. I felt that it was something that they could build on. But, uh, but now they're on two different shows, how no. are they going to build on Yeah, them? exactly, exactly. Teddy, what do you think? I think Roman Reigns looks so good on Monday. <laughs> Why did I even ask oh you? Oh my what god, he looked delicious with his hair <laughs> on that man bun. Yeah. Oh my god, I knew something like that was going to oh happen. Oh my god, he does, and he's I another one who doesn't one. tweet back. But that's fine. I'll wait. No, I but I, I think they, they should have continued. They should have continued with Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. I know. They probably didn't know that that promo was going to be so good. and They had predetermined plans to switch Samoa Joe to SmackDown. But. See, I thought that Roman was going to go over SmackDown. No. They call him the Raw Dog for a reason, and let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's always. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh well, keep going. Keep the going. spirit of Sonny is here disclaiming me. But I will have to disagree with you. I like the co-branded pay-per-views, because let me tell you, sometimes when it's on one brand pay-per-view, yeah. you know that some of those matches were filler matches, and we knew that way. We just have to fill up these four hours, so let's just throw out Sami Zayn and the janitor. Like, you knew, like, no one cares about this. They're just trying to get to that main event but they need to fill these two hours. Now, with both brands on there, there's gonna be a lot less filler matches and there's right. gonna be some good matches now. Cause I, I mean, both. I agree with Teddy, yeah. not only that, it's better to have one big show instead of having two big shows. You know, like big pay-per-views I'm talking about. It's, it's better to have one big pay-per-view than two small pay-per-views. I think it's best for business for everybody. Yeah. Having to wait that six weeks to mm -hmm. your brand's pay-per-view, you know that there was nothing to build up, but now with everyone getting to that, it's like, Maybe there's going to be some more stuff going on. That's a really good point I didn't think about. I was just so fixated on like, oh, are they going to have like some random feud between a superstar, between a SmackDown Live superstar and a Raw superstar mm -hmm. that is just going to build on social media? But I guess, yeah, if it's going to be just like, okay, here's the Raw matches, here's the SmackDown matches in one big ass pay-per-view. And not to mention a pay-per-view every two weeks. It, it gets it's, stale. Yeah, it gets, I was it gets tiring after losing a, while. a life. It, it, it loses <laughs> the pay per views lose its own value. It, it loses was, its value. Yeah. So I'm happy they actually did that. I remember when they first, first, first did the brand split. Mm -hmm. The champions fought on Raw and SmackDown. There was no such thing as oh, I'm only on Raw. If you had a belt, you had to fight on both brands oh. so it kind of takes me back to that like okay well now we're up you know they're, they're both going to be on the pay-per-view now because yeah back in the day champions fall on both brands but yeah that was back in the 1800s when it was black and white wwe but, yeah <laughs> see how much i remember i didn't know that we was around in the 1800s it was it was we fought on dirt but yeah it was we, we did <laughs> i often envisioned myself out on the wwe roster. as if you were one of the wrestlers i will always always have if you were a wrestler what was your like name and gimmick be 
I've always said that I would be Teddy, the general manager. Which, look at this. <laughs> I am living my dream. Dreams come true, you guys. Like, ugh. Ever since Ric Flair came back and bought WWE, I always said that's the coolest fucking gimmick ever, like, to just make matches. Because before, back in the 80s, children who aren't alive, Jack Tunney, do you all know who oh, Jack Tunney is? Course. This gimmick president that wasn't a real president, whenever there was a big match that they couldn't decide, they would call Jack Tunney, and then he would have like a little 15 second promo, and then he would just fuck shit up. And I always, as a kid, I used to be like, Jack Tunney is fucking cool. Then I realized that there was no Jack Tunney. Like, he wasn't a real person. <laughs> so it's like, I've always felt like that GM has always been the coolest. And that is why I have saved you everyone the as the GM of Yep. You're welcome, Yep Page. So yeah, that would be my wrestling gimmick. What would yours be? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I think I would just be like, woohoo, we're in Bergdorf and I'm going to... <laughs> Dom bomb you for those fucking shoes, bitch. Like a Missy Hyatt type gimmick? Okay. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, God. How old am I? I've just said Missy Hyatt. Oh. Shout out to Missy Hyatt. I love Missy Hyatt. My favorite crack whore. Except, except for um, I would just be myself. I, I personally think the best gimmicks is yourself. Right. You know, I obviously have a different name. I'll go by, you know, my nickname, whatever, KD Swagger, which is... My name on social media. I like it. No, rela no relation to Jack Swagger. Oh, Jack Swagger. But I would just be myself. Speaking of Jack wellness Swagger. policy fails. I, I would just be myself. I think the best gimmicks in wrestling are people yeah. that, you know, you are yourself. It's them, but like exaggerated. You look at the Godfather. He was, he oh, had so many different God. gimmicks. But when he became the Godfather, that's actually him in real life. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. Um, Show that book. Stone the Miz. Coast, yeah, exactly. The Miz. the Miz. He's himself. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was studying Steve Austin. Yeah. He was part of the Hollywood Blondes. The Ringmaster. Mm -hmm. The Ringmaster. But when he became Stone Cold Steve Austin, where he said things that was on his mind, he yeah. didn't care. The rest was history. Chris so. Jericho. Bring up Jericho yeah. again. Exactly. Good old days. <laughs> Good old days. Alrighty. Well, what did y'all think about the main event at Raw with the ten man tag team? I normally like ten men, but uh, I wasn't—I <laughs> wasn't a fan of you this. You weren't in—you you weren't getting tagged in enough. I was no, I wasn't getting tagged. <laughs> See what I did there? And I took what she said and I switched it. Um, yeah, I was—I was over it. It was too many people who don't really have a connection just thrown together. Yeah, it's too many. People. And anytime yeah. Seth Rollins is out there, I'm, I'm bored. Then you're done. They, done. Were, they were just trying to fit in as many guys as possible in one match and. I'm not really a big fan of 10-man tags unless it's like Survivor Series yeah. um, type of thing, but I wasn't too thrilled about it, but I did like the fact that they introduced uh, Bobby Roode to Raw in that fashion. See, I was going to say, I was really underwhelmed by that. When you were overwhelmed? Uh, underwhelmed. Underwhelmed, why? Just because I don't like Bobby Roode. <laughs> really? And I thought like there was wow. such a big build-up. She wanted a bigger don't name. Don't you like everybody? I wanted I a bigger, bigger name. name. I don't know. I just was sort of what like... What big name in SmackDown would you have liked in that specific spot? I would have just liked Dean Ambrose to come out. Oh, I forgot. She loves <laughs> Dean Ambrose. Yes, I, I, know. I, I think that yes, would have been I good know. as well. I, Shout I out to Dean that, Ambrose. Yeah. I think that would have been good. I, I thought Dean Ambrose was going to be uh, Braun Strowman's partner. At, uh, I know, I did too. 34. But I know, we talked about that. I was like, it was, that, it yeah. was Nicholas, and you can't pass up on Nicholas. Oh. Uh. Shout out to Nicholas. The best, one of the best <laughs> WWE superstars in a long time. The worst. Undefeated. Um, can I ask a question? Please. Uh, That's why we're here. And this is going to connect us to SmackDown. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. 
and Shelton Benjamin. They were big in their heydays. Why have we brought these men back? They're not connecting with the fans. When Bobby Lashley comes out, it is so quiet. You can hear a mosquito pee on the moon. It was so quiet. I Shelton agree. Benjamin is like, okay, these men had great heydays, but yeah. why are they here now? Like, Shelton Benjamin came out on SmackDown. I was so unimpressed. I went and I got some cookies, you know, in my kitchen. Uh, I, like, I, no, I, I, I totally agree. I'm not a Bobby Lashley guy. Yeah. I'm not a Shelton Benjamin guy no, either. But I do like Shelton Benjamin in the tag team, specifically with Chad Gable. And I don't understand why Chad Gable was moved to Raw, why that tag team was split up. They should have been together longer and they should have talked more. I felt they, they know how to wrestle in the ring. Yeah. And they're not bad talkers. So I, I don't understand that split at all. I don't think they had any chemistry. Together in the ring? Together. Just in general. I don't know why they split up uh, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. They but then well, after, after, yeah, the, they were yeah. great together. Yeah, but they were good. After a while, I said, wow, you know what? Jason Jordan is actually doing a good job yes, as was. a solo wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> good enough to eat. Hi, yeah. Jason. He, he was doing a good job as a solo wrestler. And I was like, wow, you know, this kid, this kid is showing potential because he's had some great, great matches. And promo-wise, him and Ro or Seth Rollins working an angle together, he was doing, you know, a great job. But then next thing you know, he ended up getting hurt. He ended up getting that serious injury. And because Seth Rollins is cursed. Everyone who wrestles, <laughs> listen to me, and you know I'm talking about you, Seth, because I tweet him all the time. Everyone he wrestles hurts. Sting is dead because of Seth Rollins. <laughs> he's killed a legend, okay? He Finn Balor was nearly killed because of Seth Rollins. Um, who's the other one, Seth Rollins? You got a point there. John Cena got go mess. This greasy queen is out here killing people. <laughs> this is crazy. Someone needs to tell the police. I'm going to call everyone and tell them. Someone order SVU. That greasy queen's trying to hurt people. But, um, yeah, I don't get the whole Bobby Lashley return. The crowd isn't getting engaged. It was so silent on Monday. With his little Olivia he Newton did, John he headband. Did, he did get a pop, but it made me say, you know the what? The first week. He did get a pop. But it made me say, you know what, it's going to be his last pop. Because I don't yeah. see him getting it was a pop more of a ever again. More of yeah. the element of surprise, rather. Doink the Clown could have came out. Oh, the Royal Doink after the Clown. Media, <laughs> and he would have got a pop. Everyone gets a pop yeah, after yeah. It was Royal like a Royal Rumble, Rumble pop. Where like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. But they're not like, behind him. Don't get me wrong, his body is awesome. He, Shout I, out to The Miz. But um, he's boring. So my thing, though, with Bobby Lashley is that I really enjoyed like him mm -hmm. with Braun Strowman. Mm -hmm. So I really think that they should try to pursue that or just find a new angle. Because uh, they're like the same height. I mean, they're bound to face each other, but it's not something I want to see in a big pay-per-view like Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. Well, definitely not one of the big four. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I personally think Bobby Lashley is going to face himself out, become a mid-carder. Yeah. Or become a carpenter in the main event scene where you're putting other people over, not necessarily yourself. So I'm still trying to figure out the logic of why you're bringing Bobby Lashley in. Yeah. Beats me. Bogues is as good as mine on why Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin are back. But what do I know besides everything? <laughs> you know everything. I do. What's going on in uh, SmackDown? So what do y'all think about Shinsuke's heel mm. turn and obsession with Punching AJ Styles. I in the think balls. I think Shinsuke Nakamura is overrated. Um, what? I think he's overrated. I don't. Well, I'm not saying overrated does not mean you're bad. It just means you're ranked higher than you're supposed to be. His heel turn to me is interesting. Yeah. I want to know more about it. 
but I'm not too crazy about him, period. I just know, I, I, I don't think he deserves the uh, TV time or the attention that he's been getting since he's been part of the main roster. Outside of his theme song, it's like, I don't see nothing big about him. I like I like Aiden English more than I like Shinsuke Nakamura. What? I think Aiden English is very underrated. Hot take. Wow. I think Aiden English is someone that people need to take more serious. He can talk. He has great size. He is not bad in the ring. And I wasn't a Ball Villains fan at all. And I ended up interviewing Simon Gotch on the um, Yep I Like Wrestling YouTube channel as well as the SoundCloud, SoundCloud page. And I didn't know Simon Gotch was a great talker. And Aiden English is just as a great talker as he is, if not better. And I'm like, these guys should have talked more. And I personally think that, you know, everyone's looking at Rusev, yeah. which they should. Rusev <laughs> deserves a main event push, like, right like, now. Yeah. He needs, he should beat The Undertaker, which obviously he's not, because WWE is being WWE. But Aiden English might become a star because of his whole Rusev thing. I think he already yeah, he is. is on his way. And, I, and I like him more than... Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. Call me crazy, but hey, that's just my opinion. Crazy, no. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, I need pills. I need pills. Teddy, what do you think about Shinsuke and AJ? Um, I, I've always been entertained by Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, the heel turn is just another layer to his creepiness. Shout out to the Glamazon who pointed out his uh, overtly creepy sexual type thing and the fact that he's obsessed with AJ Styles' crotch. I, I, but I not to, only yeah. obsessed with it, but then he, when he leaves the ring, he does this like. Yeah, like it's very creepy. Like I didn't notice <gasps> it until the like, like, oh gosh. Out. Yeah, and then when he his no speak English thing, there's something creepy that, about that, someone. <laughs> that's why I yeah. want to know more about his heel turn because I kind of like what he's doing, even though I feel he's under he's overrated. Yeah, I, you know it's it's interesting to see what he's doing exactly. Right. But I'm still not crazy about him. I, I don't think the title should be on him. I don't see him as world champion material. And I remember I brought that up to a couple of people and they told me, so what is world champion material? And I had a hard time actually defining it, but I told the person, listen, there's about five guys at the time, at least five guys that I think are better than Nakamura. Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, uh, Rusev, AJ Styles, and there's several other guys at the time that were on SmackDown. I feel better than Nakamura. Mm -hmm. Right? Tell us how you really feel. Oh. <laughs> hey, I, you know, props to Nakamura. He's had some great matches at uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's had some great matches here in the WWE, but I just feel that we deserve better. And now, of course, with Nakamura attacking AJ Styles at the end of SmackDown, we also had the cast attacking Daniel Bryan. How you do it? <laughs> <laughs> How's Enzo doing? Where is Enzo? Exactly. Oh, I, want, oh. I want forget about how we feel about this. I want to know what Enzo feels about yes. all this. Um, Come on, man. I'm just really glad that when they were in NXT, mm -hmm. when Carmella, Enzo, and Big Cass were mm -hmm. in NXT, everybody was like, oh, Carmella's the joke. Like, she's not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And really? look, look, look now. She's well, well, well. Champion. She is a SmackDown Live Women's Champion. She was the first ever winner of the first women's Money in the Bank ladder match and Big Cass only just came back he's been out for like almost a year Enzo is like donezo oh, <laughs> and 
Carmella cut a very, very good promo on SmackDown. Oh my gosh, I, I really like Carmella. And we talked about it in the beginning of this show, that um, the beginning of this episode of the podcast, where we talked about Nikki Bella and John Cena splitting up. Big Cass and Carmella, they might get back together because part of their problem was the brand split. Right. Carmella being on SmackDown and Big Cass being on Raw. It so, was the brand, well, it was not only the brand split, it was his attitude after he got injured. Mm-hmm. But that's a but yeah. That's common because this is the first time he's had a major injury like it that. Is, and when you have an injury like that, which I've never had an injury like that before, but you're stationed in one place majority of the times and you not only have to get used to that physically, you yeah. have to get used to that mentally. But here's, and it's actually hard on you. I can't imagine. But here's the thing is that women we see like one how you handle a certain situation mm-hmm. and that's all we need. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, but it was, it's like, so she probably was like, if this is how you're going to handle, like, you being in a shitty position, what's going to happen when we have kids? What's going to happen? Exactly. So I don't think that, oh, now that he's better, they'll get back together. Not to mention, uh, he wanted to stay in Orlando. Yeah. And she wanted, wanted to, to soar. Yeah. But overall, I kind of like his move to SmackDown Live because... I know they want to split up Baron Corbin and Big Cass. They probably didn't want to together because they're both trying to be developed. Um, not only that, SmackDown, it's a smaller window, smaller opportunity, you know, bigger opportunity because because there's you know so little time, you get more shine if it's brought to you. I felt that Mojo Rally should have stayed on SmackDown because I feel Raw is flooded. So a lot of wrestlers on Raw, and you're probably not going to get to any time like you would on SmackDown Live. So, you know, props to Big Cass. He's very tall. He's a decent worker in the ring. He's a decent talker. You know, I wish him the very best on SmackDown Live. He's he's actually taller than Teddy. Teddy's six foot five, and um, so only Big Cass is he's seven massive. feet tall. He's literally massive. You can't teach that. First of all, uh, thank you for using the words raw and flooded in the same sentence. Oh, God. I've always appreciated a man with words. Um, yeah, Cass reminds me of undercooked chicken. I just, I can't, I've never been for Cass. The fact that he showed up, I was like, ah, him. i rather Enzo had showed up. Enzo was always the more entertaining of those two. Cass doesn't do it for me. So I don't really find that as a win for SmackDown. And Carmella beating Charlotte my mind is blown. Blown, I tell you. Like, they're trying to put uh, Carmella over. Yeah. Uh, and she get, deserves it. They're trying to shoot her to the moon, which I don't blame them for that. I actually, I'm on the fence with Carmella. I'm not sure if I really love her. I'm Shout not sure if Chrissy I actually love her. Hate her. Yes, on the fence. I'm actually on the fence. Sorry, Chrissy, I have to take <laughs> your words. But um, I, she cut a great promo. And putting the title on her might bring her to the top. Look what happened with Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss yep. came into WWE. She was like that um, college player in college basketball that stayed three, four years in college and they weren't a high draft pick, but they ended up being a star. Uh, meanwhile, you have people like Apollo Crews who were like the college basketball player who played one year in college, you thought was going to be a star, but they kind peaked. of flopped, you know? So Carmella, she might escalate to a higher level now that she has the title. And I hope she does. I'm on the fence for the business. I'm on the fence about Carmella too. 
it actually just feels like I've been crushed on offense. Every time I hear Carmella speak, it just feels like I've fallen really? on offense. I can't stand the girl. You can't stand her? I can't stand her. One thing I don't yet. like is that she shrieks when she Yeah, herself. and her moonwalk, and she's... She's the moonwalking, draft chalking princess. Girl who's not even from Staten Island. Liar. Like, she's she's not? Yeah, so she's told me she's from Boston. So she's a liar. And she wears hair extensions. So you're just Every one in the women's division wears hair extensions. I wanted her to cash in on Nia Jax at WrestleMania. I felt that would have been the oh my god moment. Had she beaten her, I would have yelled, oh my god. Like, Carmella is not good in the ring. And now we have the Iconics, who are equally bad. Now I'm on the fence with both of them as well. Oh my these, god. I love comes, the Iconics. When, it comes, when yes. it comes to wrestling and looks, I'm on the fence with It's like, I, I'm, so, oh, I'm, so, no. I'm so close to follow them on uh, Instagram, but I'm like, damn, should I follow them? Should I not? Should I follow them? Should I not? Uh-huh. I'm so confused. I'm not for it. These, they're like the family dollar version of the Bellas, and I don't like the Bellas to begin with, so that just shows you what I feel <laughs> about the Iconics. No. They're the fa- I, they're, they're this, they are the family the, dollar. The family dollar version of the they Bellas. Are. <laughs> they showed up, and there is no accent more irritating than an Australian accent. Ooh. I could not heavily disagree with either. Oh, God. And they were terrible. Them. Like, poor Charlotte had to carry them in that No, moment. I did not think that they were terrible. I thought Billy Kay held oh, her own. I thought that they are really funny. They're unique. They're not like the Bellas at all. You know, they're definitely not like the Bellas. I think they're unique. They're funny. Hello, Lay Cool. Sorry, don't listen to this. Unique. They're ripping off the Lay Cool gimmick. What's the like cool gimmick? <gasps> How old is this girl? Oh my god. Educate me, Teddy. What's the like cool gimmick? <sighs> Uh, Lay Cool was an actual female tag team who could wrestle, and their gimmick was we're beautiful, we're flawless. You're supposed to do the flawless. But... Am I the only one who remembers? I didn't, know, cool? I didn't know I was part of this. I didn't know their we, thing I didn't was know we are doing Lay cool. flawless, which is synonymous with iconic. So yeah, so this this gimmick has been done. Shout when? out to Michelle McCool and Layla L. Do not know who I'm speaking about. Oh, is it Michelle, Michelle McCool? McCool? She's uh, married oh, to the Undertaker. No, I know Michelle McCool is. Of all time. She was in a tag team with okay. Layla L. And they were actually very good. They were actually co-divas champions? Or were they women's, women's champions? Women's, co-women's champions. Co-women's champions, where they actually split the belt in half. They each wore half of the belt. Oh. This is totally new for you. This you is know? totally new for me. Really? What? Yeah. So you don't know who Michelle McCool is? No, I fucking know who Michelle McCool is. <laughs> <laughs> just for the tenth time, history. I know like she's who. Married to the other I know, I know who Michelle she, McCool is, but was I was very, unaware that she was in a tag she team was called very Lay Cool. Pretty black girl named Layla L. She won the Diva Search. Yeah, I like Layla. Maybe two thousand five, but they could actually wrestle their own. I didn't watch it. Of the Miami Heat. That was, I think, when I took a break from WWE. But they were good. So the Iconics are ripping off. So I don't find them unique, and they they kind of look like. You put the bellows in the dryer. I do, I do like I do like them being paired with Carmella. Because have they been paired? Well, well they're being aligned with Carmella. Be, yeah. It looks like they will be, okay. and I hope they go that route because it helps like the Iconics and also helps Carmella. You know? I just they want Carmella to be a star by herself. That's the thing. Good I, luck. I just think that it's something refreshing for the women's division right now because there isn't anyone like them right now. There's in a the reason for division. that, Lucy. And I think it's just nice and fresh. And like I said for the third time, they're fucking funny. Like there's no one else on their roster on the women's division that are that's funny. Like Mickey James is not funny. Alexa Bliss is not funny. Nia Jax, I love her, but she's not funny. Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss can be funny. Alexa uh, can be funny. 
It's like that sarcasm humor, though. It's not like, no. oh, like, oh, I'm so sorry, JK. Like, that's not funny. The Iconics, they're definitely going to be in the uh, women's tag team tournament. Yes, yes. To crown the women tag team champion. They'll definitely be there. They probably that's the main reason why they were brought up. Yeah. I felt they should have had more time at NXT. Yes, they need more time at NXT. There's a lot of people that need more time. A lot more. Nowadays, you do a clothesline and a power slam, and you're brought up to the main roster. Is there anyone else on the main roster that you think should have had more time at NXT? Apollo Cruz, and uh, for good and bad reasons. Bad reasons because of everything that's happening now. Good reasons because I feel that he could have reached his potential at NXT. I'm not a fan of bringing. I was okay with um, Asuka coming up and mm -hmm. Bobby Roode coming up. They were finished products. There are a lot of people who are not finished products. No Way Jose, shout out to him. The first oh, Dominican descent no wrestler Talk about on Monday Night Raw that I know about. Oh, I, that's a rip -off. I, I said it in the last podcast. I'm, I agree. He was not ready in the ring, but I see where they're going with him because I feel he's a better fit on the main roster than he is on NXT for entertainment purposes. The same was said about uh, Elias. Elias was pretty much a jobber in NXT. And this guy is like through the roof now. Alexa Bliss, she wasn't a jobber, but she wasn't in the main event scene at NXT. Yeah. And now that she's in the main roster, forget about it. She was the steal of the draft. Her and Braun Strowman. So No Way Jose is one person I felt should have even more time. Authors of Pain, they needed more time. I don't oh. think... I don't and they think, even lost their manager. Exactly. Who was like kind of my favorite part of the Authors of Pain because exactly. they felt like they were part of some like John Wick mm -hmm. group. They needed more time in the ring. <laughs> I hope some way, somehow, Paul Heyman manages them. I heard a rumor that Paul Ellering is not a fan of the schedule. So that's yeah. why they kind of split his, ways. Yeah, and they actually did it in a good way. Not that they actually turned on him like they attacked him. Right. So um, I, I don't think, overall, I don't think Office of Pain was ready, but you know, there's a lot of people that are being rushed to the main roster. Teddy, do you think there's anyone that could use a little bit more time? I know you said you don't really watch NXT, but is there anyone that you think you'd like to put back into a little factory to? Um, was Baron Corbin in NXT? Yes, he was. He could have been sent back, because I don't get him. Yeah. I don't get him this whole world. Yeah. Um, Baldwin Corbin. Oh, cool thing. He's actually improving on the mic. But his hair is getting worse somehow. His whole look, needs, yeah. his whole thing needs to change. The lone wolf. I'm really impressed with Ember Moon. I saw none of her work in NXT, but I love Ember Moon. Yeah. Ember Moon. James. All right, I'll give you. I'll give that one. That was okay. Cool. She's worth coming up. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt she could have had a longer run with uh, Shayna Baszler, like yeah. Can't Stand. Um, in NXT, yeah. you know what? I'm okay with her being brought up. Um, all right, we are running ish out of time. Also, I just wanted to add one thing Velveteen Dream. I hope he doesn't get brought up. I think he deserves to stay in NXT for a long time because he could really be something very special. That's all I have to say about that. Mike Drop. Yes, Velveteen Dream is a star. Teddy might disagree on that one, but yeah. I think he's a star. I mean, he ripped off. Uh, Darren Young's gimmick and then made it better. If I were Darren Young, I'd be throwing a sissy fit or a hissy fit. You see what I did there? <laughs> but that's that's, 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 that's who Darren Young. Velveteen Dream is, and he showcased that on Tough Enough when he was Patrick Clark. He actually did a great job. He's a great talker, and he needs more time in the ring. Talking-wise, he's fine. He's ready for the main roster, but I think in the ring, he needs more time. All right, we'll take note. 
I'm going to disagree with you. I just think that the authors of pain were ready to be on. Yeah, they're ready because you like. I like, want them to real. align themselves with Roman Reigns. <laughs> they all are, are, the like, Shield 2.0. I don't oh, know. About yes, that. that's what I want. I want Roman Reigns. The Shield. The don't get me started on that Shield reunion. That was like literally the weakest thing. Of really? The year. I, I thought that was no. I thought that was good. It well, never was there, so I hated it. Yeah. It just never no, happened. I, I, I really like. kept getting interrupted. I really yeah. like how they've been booked. They booked the Shield ever since they come up to the main roster, and how they all had. Even with the angle. reunion last year. Even with the reunion last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are three future Hall of Famers right there: Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. No, they're all amazing, but I just felt like the way. Beto. She said they're all amazing. Beto. I'm gonna let you slide because I know you like Dean Ambrose just because. You hey, know, at least I'm at, at least I'm including Roman in that. Thank you, but there's one. <laughs> take the not, not too many people like all three of them. Yeah, what I've noticed. Everyone, everyone that loves the Shield, or you know, they love the Shield, but they there's just one person in the Shield that they feel is the missing link that Seth they Rollins. just don't like. For example, Teddy and Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. It's everyone. I, everyone agrees with me. It's but there Seth. are people. That, there's people that like. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, they don't like Roman Reigns. Those people don't exist. You're making things up. No, You're literally sitting here lying. I'm not lying. Come on, come on. Roman Reigns was booed heavily on Monday Night Raw. I don't recall any of this. This never happened. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So is anyone on the Superstar Shake-Up that you were upset about? You feel that they should not have been switched? How do you guys feel? Uh, I mentioned Chad Gable before. Um, anyone else? Um, Zack Ryder and um, oh. Mojo Riley both going to Raw and they're not together. I don't know why. I, I understand Zack Ryder going to Raw. Someone has to replace R-Truth in a way. Even though I feel Zack Ryder. Do they really? Does they, it really? <laughs> hey, every roster, every roster spot is significant. Poor um, Mojo Riley, I what really. Did you say some shattered dreams? Yeah, there, was a, there were definitely some shattered dreams. Mojo, Mojo Riley, I really like. Um, he, he can talk on the mic. I wasn't a fan of him as a, as a face, but as, like as a heel, he's cut some great promos online. And I thought he should have stayed on um, SmackDown to, um, you know, to get more time. Um, people that really don't matter. Uh, oh, oh, we forgot Extension. They they actually went to Raw. They're, they're a tag team. But they've, they've been so obsolete that I was like, we forgot to mention them. <laughs> I think that, um, what is it called? Sorry, my brain is going 40 different directions. Um, I wish that Smojo and Roman Reigns were still on the same ground because I was really looking forward to that. Oh, and I love Drew McIntyre going to Raw and surprising everyone. With Dolph? Yeah, with Dolph attacking Titus Worldwide. I did not expect that. I thought Drew McIntyre was going to go back to NXT. That was a surprise to me, and I love surprises. That's something I I did not see anywhere. I didn't either. Drew McIntyre was a complete, yeah. And I feel Sanity, I felt Sanity should have came into the ring, attacked a couple of wrestlers, and really made a, um, a debut. Yeah. Not, not seeing them on a, on a Titan Tron. Oh, I like Sanity. Smack- I like Sanity too, yeah. but they deserve better than being shown on SmackDown on a Titan Tron. Hey, they're coming to SmackDown. Yeah. I like Sanity. They're like Dean Ambrose mixed with the White Family. Ooh. Okay. It's actually good. And not only that, Nikki Cross is not going to be with them, which is interesting to me. Oh, really? Yeah, she wasn't shown. She wasn't shown. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so I wonder what they have planned for her. Yeah, what they have planned for her on NXT. But mm-hmm. this is probably Triple H being Triple H and saying, yeah. you know what? Nikki Cross, can, <laughs> what was that? Nikki Cross can stand on her own and she could be a star on her own, just right. like he felt with Carmelo. 
So what do y'all think? We got to wrap up, but what are your thoughts on the greatest, or as Sonny calls it, the longest Royal Rumble? I'm a huge fan of the Royal Rumble. So 50 men or 50 women, well, obviously in this case, 50 men are in the Royal Rumble. So I'm all for it. This is slowly becoming better booked than the actual Royal Rumble this past year. If you take out the, uh, the women matches. So I'm looking forward to see what they have stored, and I hope Rusev beats The Undertaker. He I hope so too. Teddy, what do you think? I'm over it already. I'm over it. I'm not here for it. Are you not? You're not excited to watch it? I'm not time? excited. It's it's going to be what nine hours? Like I can't deal with it. These pay per views are getting longer and longer and longer, and I can't deal with it. Fifty people we haven't you know you know only 20 of those people are actually good wrestlers the, the other 30 is just going to be people like oh let's go get repo man and let's get oh let's get book the boogeyman let's bring him it's just going to be like who the hell are these people you know come you know people just be we haven't seen in years just to fill up this 50 you know I, i'm not for it and the undertaker and rusev i i'm not for it i'm i'm over it and i haven't even started watching it and I'm not going to watch it. Like, I'm over it. It comes on at like 8 o'clock in the morning. I have to go to work that day. I can't be doing it. So you're not going to throw a party if Seth Rollins wins? Oh, yeah. Literally, my skin is crumbled. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. You're not going to throw a party? Well, thankfully, he's in Saudi Arabia. It's a dry climate. Maybe the, the grease will, you know, evaporate just a little of him. But, yeah, I'm over it. What about you? I'm excited. Just because... It's something to do during the day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm working. You will be watching this terrible. Is it a pay-per-view? Are we considering this a pay-per-view? Uh, they, they are. It looks yeah, like they, they are. are. Yeah. But I hope it's not an annual thing. I hope it's yeah. just a one-time thing. That's it. Yeah. And I think if it's an annual thing, it's just overdoing it. And it, and it actually ruins the value of the actual world. And are the women fighting? Nope. Nope. Supposedly, they're not. I don't know this. There's a story like they're not allowed in Saudi Arabia for some reason. Because well, because it's run by the Taliban, isn't it? Well, there are no women matches at women all. Women can't draw like there's yeah. They wrestled for the first time sometime last year in with Abu Sasha Dhabi. Banks and that was in Abu Dhabi though. Yeah, and they had to cover up. You know, normally the women wear so they had to cover up. That's completely. why they were covered up. I was yeah. Yeah, I saw, that was Abu Dhabi. I, I saw highlights of that match, and I'm saying, but why in, are they covered up? Because I'm not really too educated on everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, but in Jeddah, it's literally under Taliban rule. I don't even know why we're doing it. So yeah, there aren't women on so, so, uh, women probably won't be and I mean oh they might be in attendance. I had a few friends that were from Jeddah and they would be like, Oh lols I like put on a wig so I could drive my dad's car like lols and I'm just like that sucks. So I don't know how we're even doing this. I but think yeah it's interesting. No, no. Um, I have to go to work that day. I'm actually gonna go to work like yeah the biggest Royal Rumble of them all. No thank you. No thank you. Yeah, it's, I think there's a lot of... See you at the backlash. Anybody got tea? Time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't bad. But I wrap up the shows here. Just relax. I'll do it. When I say take it off, that's what we do. <laughs> Just watch you drink your water. Yes, it's Sprite, actually. So take us home, Teddy. So, no, not yet. It's not time yet. <laughs> what, 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 what it Stop doing it. I have, some, I have so little in this world. That's it. Yeah, I say not today, Kirby. Not on the show. We're not doing the same, Kirby. We're not doing this. So, thank you guys for joining us. This wasn't bad. It was so much easier when Sunday's not here. So now I will throw it to you and say, <laughs> Lucy, take us home. That felt weird. It's like masturbating with the other hand. It just feels weird. But Lucy, take us home. Wait, why does it feel weird? You know, I know it doesn't feel the same. Like, you know, we all have that favorite hand, but it just... Oh. 
So sort of like the sleeper. Yeah, like that whole thing. But please, Lucy, take us out. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, for tuning in. And watching. Yes, and watching. Um, I am Lucy T. You can check me out on YouTube at Lucy T. WWE and follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And we are here with the Yep GM, Teddy. The greatest general manager. The greatest in yep GM. History. Self-proclaimed. Ah, oh, I thought I was going to get away with it. Damn you, Sonny. <laughs> Will your reign ever cease? Oh, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at the Yep GM. See, it's official with its own Instagram. It must be true. So there you go. And Kervin, the co-founder of Yep I Like Wrestling. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at KD underscore Swagger, with the E-R at the end, underscore 914. And you can find me on Twitter, KD underscore Swagger on Twitter. No relation to Jack Swagger. <laughs> I do miss Zeb culture. <sighs> All right. Well, this has been episode 17, 17. of Yep, I Like Wrestling podcast. Thank you, guys. Great and number, 17. I was born on <laughs> April 17. Oh. And we are signing out. <laughs>